Trigger warning. Trigger warning. If you do find this not helpful at the moment, don't feel like you have There's to There's any keep... pressure to listen yeah. whatsoever. Know that Georgia and I care about you and that we love you and that we want what's best for you. Yeah. And this podcast is not aiding you in your recovery and your mental state and how your day is going. Please do not feel any pressure or need to listen to it. Yeah, just take care of yourself. Just take care of yourself. Also, Georgia and I are not professionals at all no. when it comes to Like, we're, we don't have degrees in this. No, we're not. We not. No, <laughs> no, we are just two girls who are recovering from eating disorders themselves, wanting to share our stories right. and shed some light on some topics that may be harder to talk about. There will right. also be many resources in our description box. So if there's any point during this episode, any point at all, that you feel like that you need that little bit of extra support, no, there's no judgment. There's nothing wrong with you needing that and that feel free to use them and that we support you and that we are so proud of you. Yes. Yeah. Picture me this. I'm here. We eat the fucking food. We eat the fucking food. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Wow, a long time no talk. It's kind of weird to be sitting here and recording this again because it literally feels like forever since I last plugged my microphone into my laptop to record an episode. I'm excited to be back. We're going to call this like a new season. New season of life. New season headed into the fall. Um, New season in kind of the structure of what the episodes are going to look like. I think the goal is that I'm going to at least release one episode, solo episode podcast with me talking once a week. And then Georgia may do the same. And then we'll try our best to do some episodes together but our schedules right now are just so extremely busy but I really really miss podcasting and I really miss having this outlet and this community so I really want to bring it back so welcome back to eat the fucking food with Lauren today um yeah I guess a lot has happened since the last time I recorded obviously it's been literally almost probably over a month by now And I have moved into my college campus. All right, we're going to stop because my sister's FaceTiming me. So as I was saying before my sister just FaceTimed me, we're back. Hi. (laughs) Um, That a lot has changed. I'm back at college right now. And I'm probably like four weeks into my first semester back living in a dorm with a new roommate. Um, I work back at the coffee shop that I had a job at right before COVID hit, and I'm so grateful and so excited for that. Classes are going extremely well, which is interesting because I've never considered myself to be like a student, like a really good student, but the classes I'm taking right now, like I have a lot of interest in. This is one class I'm in. It's kind of funny story time. It's a class called design your life and it's kind of just to like help you figure out like what your purpose is and everything and I took that because I was like okay thank god because I'm right now sitting here a fifth year and I have no clue where I see myself going after graduation but what's funny is the first um assignment in the class was to write an autobiography and for those of you who are not familiar with treatment for eating disorders or treatment really for a lot of mental illnesses, um, the very first assignment that you're usually given is to write an autobiography. And for the past three falls, what was that noise? It's like an airwave 
who am I like two front teeth? Oh, so strange. Anyways, but the first assignment that you're given when you arrive is to write an autobiography. And for the past two falls, I've been at treatment, different levels of care. Last year was residential, the year before that was PHP. So this is my third year writing an autobiography, but this year it's different and it was a really nice just like reflection on how far I've come and how different each of those autobiographies looked each year that I wrote them. But I just think that's funny. The class itself is legitimately, it's residential. It's everything that we talked about in the residential classes. Okay, so again, I know that some of you probably don't know what like, residential is like. Residential is literally like school. It, it's the, the day is structured like school. You go to different classes where you learn different um, techniques of like therapy, whether that be dialectical behavior therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy, acceptance commitment therapy. It, it's literally like school. Like you take notes, you get worksheets. It's classes. Um, And this class I'm in right now, the Design Your Life one, is legitimately like mirroring some of the same activities and the same concepts that we talked about at res so i think it's funny but i feel very intelligently smart that is not a word intellectually smart geez right there take back everything i just said i'm not intelligently smart um but i feel just very confident in that class because of the awareness that i have of my emotions and the awareness that i have of these topics because of the three months that I spent last year basically studying them. But yeah, I really feel like I am showing up as the best student version of myself. And I've never felt that way before. And I'm pretty excited and happy about it. All right. So to get into this episode this week, we're just kind of going to do a ease back into it. Hello. Hi, what's up? And talk about kind of some expectations and where I feel like I really missed a mark on how I thought I would be doing a year out of res and a year into my recovery. But yeah, so let's catch up. A high and low of this week for me. Um, a high this week would probably be, oh, I joined the swim team. <laughs> I, oh, I always joked <laughs> that I was going to um, join the swim team at my, my school. It's a division three. And so I was like, okay, well, I used to like swimming and I think it'd be kind of fun to be a collegiate athlete. So maybe I should join. And I'm like, oh, Lord, it's your last year. Let's step out of our comfort zone. Let's find some new joyful movement in our life. I've been walking so much, like so much. I go on walks every single morning. It's my favorite part of my day. Let's do a podcast. Um, Neighborville's really pretty. The houses are absolutely gorgeous. But um, that was a tangent, a side point. But I joined the swim team. I went and I swam yesterday for the first time in five years. And the coach was like, that went a lot better than I thought it would. And I was like, yeah, me too. Honestly, me too. But it did show me how um, out of swim shape I am because it was it was kind of hard. But I'm excited. Um, it's going to mean I need to fuel myself more. So I'm a little bit anxious for that because... Um, accountability. Food's been going well and my thoughts around food have been going well, but I definitely need to up my intake and I'm aware of that. And I think that joining the swim team is going to increase that obviously, but I think it'll be good accountability in that sense as well. Yeah. A low of this week um, would have to be, I've just been very body conscious this week and I'm unsure if that is just because of some talks that I've had with my therapist about physically how I'm doing. I don't know if that's because of external um, factors. 
I mean, overall, coming back to campus has been a pretty big high. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Something that went well recovery-wise this week would probably have to be just even though I've been feeling physically uncomfortable in my body and having some negative like body image thoughts, I haven't been um, engaging in behaviors or I've been really trying to practice self-compassion and reframing those thoughts and not allowing myself to sit and isolate and sit with them. I've been forcing myself to leave my dorm room and go do things. I went to a like jam sesh for dance last night which was fun. I had to motivate myself, push myself to go to it because I was kind of really um, spiraling and really latching onto what I'd eaten during the day. And while I was uncomfortable doing it, I'm happy that I pushed myself out of the comfort zone. Same with joining the swim team. Same with um, my new job, my new old job basically. But I've been really enjoying that and kind of trying to occupy myself and find continue to find an identity outside of my eating disorder. Um, something else went well recovery-wise this week was that a week ago, it was my one year since admitting, and that was pretty damn exciting. Pretty damn exciting because I all I wanted was to not end up back in a higher level of care or needing a higher level of care this fall, and I did it. I broke that cycle. And I'm so excited about that and feel so grateful to be at school. And I think maybe that's also why I feel myself being a better student because I'm more grateful for the opportunity to be back at school after spending X amount of time either online school back in Wisconsin or taking time off to focus on my recovery. I'm really grateful to be in the mental place I am right now to get to be back and to get to learn and to get to continue to grow and explore myself. Um, being back at school though, damn, do I feel like a new person. It's so weird because I haven't been back on campus since January of 2020. Like right before COVID hit was the last time I was here and I was coming out of PHP and I was not in a good mindset at all recovery wise. I was really, 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 um, falling back into old behaviors. I was relapsing the whole entire time. I honestly probably never was even really recovering to begin with. But it's definitely weird to be back on campus with this new mindset and this new self-awareness that I have now, especially because where I'm living right now, it's the same dorm that I lived my sophomore year. My sophomore year was the year that I was diagnosed with an eating disorder, so it's weird to be back in that same exact setting. Um, the dorm room is literally set up the same exact way. And Lauren Walsh was over here a couple nights ago, and we were sitting and talking, and she was my roommate at the time. And it was just so weird to like sit and reflect on how we're sitting in the same exact environment, in the same place we were like three years ago, yet we are completely new people. I was talking to another friend about it and thinking back about the last time that being on campus was normal and how that person seems like a different person. Like it doesn't feel like me. Like it feels like if I think back to who I was sophomore year, I'm like, oh, that's just a little child. I'm like, oh, look at her over there. Like it, I don't recognize her as being me. And that's crazy and insane to think that my life feels completely different than did at that time. I mean, I've been through a lot since then, so it makes sense that 
I'm not the same person, but yeah, that's rather interesting. It's exciting though, but it has proven to be different. I just, I feel like whenever I literally even just like walk around campus every morning on my morning walk, that it's a new experience. Like being back on campus, like this is a different campus. This is a different school. This is a different me. This is a different everything. Like everything feels different. And I'm grateful it feels different because before I wasn't happy. And now, right now I, I genuinely feel happy. I said to my therapist, I was like, for the first time, really like myself. I, I genuinely think I, I like myself. Like I like the person that I am. And I can confidently say that. And I've had to um, face a lot of things when coming back to campus too, either with like some falling out in friendships, um, so making new friends, having to really try to find a new schedule and structure in the craziness of what it's been coming back to campus. But throughout the whole entire thing, I think I stayed really true to my values and I stayed really compassionate towards myself and towards others and where they're coming from. And I used and practiced a lot of the skills that I learned within the past year. And I'm proud of how I've handled myself. I'm proud of where I am right now. I'm proud of who I am right now. I'm proud of how this start of the semester has been going. And I'm generally super excited for it to continue. I'm excited for it to continue because of one reason too. I have decided to kind of change career paths. I have done a lot of reflecting recently about musical theater and the purpose it served in my life and why I got into it and why I thought I wanted to do it. And I realized that it was really unhealthy. Like my relationship with musical theater was super unhealthy, unhealthy for my recovery, unhealthy for my, unhealthy for my mental health. It just wasn't a thing that was bringing me the joy that it once did. I realized that I had found an identity in musical theater in um, high school and that everybody else kind of saw that identity as well. And I thought, well, this is it. This is where I've dedicated so much time and energy into. And I don't have no clue what else I would do other than musical theater. So I guess this is what I'm doing. And I realized that, mm, yeah, no, I don't. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be in this field at the capacity. And at. I don't want to be on this side of the field, if that makes sense. I just, I, I mean, I love acting and I love dancing and I love singing and I do continue to, to want to do it, but not at the capacity that I was doing before, not as a like main source of say like income. I think I need more security than that. So I have decided that I want to look on the other side of it. I think that I see myself in the future. If I could plan out a perfect post-grad life, is I really want to be a casting director or an agent, but specifically I want to focus on body diversity, body representation in film, screen, and stage. I want to combine my two passions and I want to continue to form a platform so I can advocate. So that's my new hopeful career path. Yay, yay, yay. I'm excited to see where that goes because I'm pretty passionate about it right now like I literally talk about it all the time with all my friends and I announce it 
anytime that I can because I, I really do feel like I'm genuinely in this new chapter of my life and I'm excited to continue to explore it and I don't know if you can tell right now but I'm like I'm grinning I'm like I'm pretty happy and I don't know I just feel very full right now like I feel like I'm living in my full moments and I'm doing what I need to do that being said am I thriving in my recovery no am I relapsing no am I in a quasi state where I've become quite comfortable with where I'm at yeah extremely like I'm like literally just like living I feel like I'm living I'm living I'm not at a place I want to be but I'm not in crisis I'm living in a gray but like not a pretty gray like I could be living in a prettier gray I feel that since coming here my thoughts around food and my occupation occupation that's not the right word my obsession it's not the word I was looking for but it works my obsession like my obsessive thoughts around like food and my body have decreased but I'm still very much aware of the space I'm taking up and what it feels like to exist in my body and every day I am having to challenge those thoughts and having to push through that discomfort which leads me into kind of what I want to talk about which is expectations and expectations that we put on ourselves and expectations for my recovery that I put on myself and expectations for where I thought I would be a year out of res heading back to school in the fall um I don't know why but I genuinely believed at one point like a year ago like right when I made the decision that I wanted to recover that that was it. Like, I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, if one day I wake up and I, like, genuinely, genuinely do want to recover, that, that'll be enough. And then I'll just, like, the thoughts will, like, go away and, like, I'll be able to do it. And while that's true to an extent because it definitely makes it easier and makes it a lot easier to kind of just, like, go all in and, like, give over that control that the ED falsely gave me. It's not true. Like, I, hell, I fucking, like, relapsed over the summer, so... It's not just smooth sailing once you choose a recovery. It's not linear. We say that all the time. I mean, every, I feel like that's just a known thing. But I expected that when I went back to school in the fall for the first time, that I was going to be in, like, a solid place in my recovery, that my thoughts were going to be, like, completely different, that I don't know. I don't know maybe I thought that I would care less about my body and like not just go back to old coping skills that were maladaptive if things started to get hard again or if I felt a sense of loss of control but really the first few weeks like tested that like I was in a new environment my schedule was all over the place I needed to get all my shit basically in line in Naperville for the semester and I can say, like, I did turn to some behaviors. And, like, that's okay. Like, giving myself self-compassion because, like, I didn't – I'm still not, like, continuously engaging in them. But I did trip me up quite some bit. But on, like, the plus side of it, expectation-wise of being, like, here, 
and where I am right now. Like, I am kind of where I expected myself to be. Like, I am able to be more present at meals. I am able to recognize that I need to feel my body. I am able to recognize that it doesn't matter. Like, literally, my physical appearance, like, doesn't matter. It's the least interesting thing about me, which is rewarding. But I was just so upset for a solid week because of the fact that I still had eating disorder thoughts where I was and that I had glamorized almost coming back to school in the fall and where I would be and how almost doing that set myself up for disappointment. Expectations are weird because like you got to have some expectations for yourself and like hold yourself to like some like standard and like accountability but also at the same time if you're constantly setting yourself like these expectations that are like unobtainable or just like don't make logical sense you're going to be constantly met with like disappointment and same with like having expectations in like others and expecting others to show up like certain ways i don't know you're just going to be met with disappointment all the time which sucks and i'm not disappointed in myself i'm not saying that like i'm super like i said like in the beginning of the episode like i'm super proud of myself right now but also I know that I can do better. I know that I can try harder in my recovery. I know that I can push myself more each day, which is my goal for the week. Yeah, so this is a little bit of a shorter episode, and it's just me talking. Um, But I guess a takeaway from it all is that we're going to get the ball rolling back into the podcast. Feel free to DM me if you have any like topics you want me to specifically talk about. Or DM me if you have interest in wanting to share your story because I really want to start doing that more. I know that there's a couple people that I've either reached out to or they've reached out to me about coming on the podcast and going to make that happen. But yeah, I'm really excited for this next chapter of my life and this next chapter of the podcast and of my recovery and continuing this journey and continuing to eat the fucking food. And I hope you're doing well and I'm glad to be back. And yeah, thank you for listening. I love you all. Go eat the fucking food. (laughs) Talk to you next week. Bye.